everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. It takes courage to disrupt harassment while it's happening. And it takes agency and voice. And agency and voice is what all girls and women around the world are entitled to. That is Ashley Judd. Over the years, she has become as well-known for her activism and leadership as she is for her A-list acting career. In 2017, she helped ignite a firestorm that became the Me Too movement after being one of the first women to speak out about sexual harassment in Hollywood. And she has continued to crusade on behalf of social justice. She is a bold advocate for young people and for the vulnerable, and she is working to stem the global tide of violence against women. I'm Milan Verveer, and this is Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. We're bringing you 100 of the world's most inspiring and history-making women you need to hear. I sat down with Ashley Judd for a conversation as part of the podcast Seeking Peace, produced by the Georgetown Institute for Women, Peace, and Security. Let's listen and learn why Ashley Judd is one of Seneca's 100 women to hear. I know that um, you have literally traveled the world meeting with many women and girls, uh, some of whom have been victims of sexual violence and human trafficking. 
Early in 2002, you made your first humanitarian trip to Southeast Asia. I wonder what happened there. Did it did it have any、uh, particular impact in setting your course going forward? It did. It was it was both shattering and profoundly motivating. And I really went Milan because I simply was invited, and I I was in this. Unique and strange position of being a well-known person in in America and in some parts of the world, and an NGO called Population Services International, which has grassroots health programs in about seventy countries around the world, had reached out to me and asked if I would consider serving as an ambassador, representing in particular their HIV/AIDS prevention programs. And at the time, I was. One of one of, if not the highest paid female actors in the history of Hollywood, and I, that was something of which I wasn't even cognizant. I had become a working star in such a short amount of time with my first movie, Ruby in Paradise, winning the Sundance Film Festival, that being in the in that acting world was just as abnormal as it can be. It was just my normal, but I wasn't particularly happy, and I wasn't fulfilled in some significant ways. And I didn't know what was wrong, but I was just kind of sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I knew that there was more. And I had almost joined the Peace Corps when I was 22 years old, and I went to the different jungle, you know, Hollywood instead. And so this letter from from Population Services International reaching out to me came at a time when I had reached the up with which I could no longer put in the acting career. And I didn't know if it was a feminist agency, and I wrote them back this treatise on my. Beliefs in gender and sexual equality, and they said, "Yes, we're a feminist agency." They kind of, sort of, I think, laughed a little bit at how idealistic and earnest I was, and it was a great match. And they said, "Okay, well, your first trip is to the, you know, brothels in Phnom Penh and to the、uh, International HIV/AIDS Conference in Bangkok." And they put so much trust in me, and I took that responsibility very, very seriously. So. My very first day was in this in this brothel, and I was actually being—I was more being held by this transgender sex slave than I was holding her. And she was just weeping and telling me her whole story. And I thought, you know, my God, all I can do is bear witness to this reality, and then do my my damn level best to share these stories on a global level, as well as details about. Grassroots solutions that can be taken to scale that help people and change norms and save lives. You know, hearing you, and I know personally, you have been to so many、uh, conflict-affected areas,、um, whether in Rwanda or South Sudan or the Democratic Republic of Congo. You've been to Ukraine, where the war still goes on in the east. I wonder. You meet with the women. You understand what they're going through in their lives, the difficulties,、uh, what it's done to them. But have you also seen the impact、um, that this violence has on the stability of communities and countries? Absolutely. Sustainable peace really does begin with a woman's bodily integrity and sexual autonomy. Her ability to. Be intact, to be whole, not to be violated. Her ability to regulate her fertility so so she can choose if and when and how many children to have. Her ability to access essential sustenance and 
you know, to, to be able to walk to, to get firewood, to go to La Source and get her water, to be able to go to mills and agricultural fields without being raped, and then to take products to market. And, you know, sexual violence and conflict is used to humiliate and control ethnic groups and communities. And we also have to link it to some really big state factors like failed states and, in particular in DRC, the conflict mineral mining that is so tremendously horrible in the East. And when, you know, war and instability is profitable for a few, and those profiteers are directly linked to the daily mass atrocities that girls and women and some boys and men endure. Yes, and maybe you can talk a little bit more about what this hunt, if you will, for minerals. We know Mm -hmm. that the DRC is rich in minerals and particularly coltan, which is Mm -hmm. used in cell phones and other electronics, has led to tremendous sexual violence uh, towards women in the region. And this conflict has gone on literally for years and years. Uh, There's no sign that it's ending anytime soon. Um, Have you seen solutions for justice that those who are perpetrating these crimes are paying for them in some way? The situation is both worsening and there are elements and degrees of hope. So in, in DRC, while there have been measures implemented to reduce state violence toward vulnerable people, in 2018, 40% of the rapes committed against girls and women by police were of girls and women who were in custody. So you've got improvements, yet you still have state actors and armed militia perpetrating Mm. the violence themselves. And there have been some prominent cases of prosecution, but the impunity is still largely there for both the you know, soldier on the uh, or the armed militia person on the grassroots level, as well as on the national level. So there's mm-hmm. a couple of steps forward and a couple of steps back. And a lot of the hope I see is through safe spaces for girls and women operated by agencies like UNFPA, the United Nations Agency for Sexual and Reproductive Health, where girls and women can come and they can participate in a craft and a trade so they can generate some incomes through something that they make. And if they're able to have some income, they can buy firewood instead of having to go look for the firewood. But the psych social Mm -hmm. programs are really what is so tremendous. There's a lot of trauma help and trauma work and trauma resolution that happens in those spaces where women can have strong female-to-female alliances and support each other. And people get to tell their stories as well as sing and dance and find that resilience and that joy that is so improbable yet really does transform women's hearts and souls. I'm I'm just thinking about this blind woman with whom I was visiting in South Sudan, and she was quite elderly, and she was asking me for some sandals and a blanket. And those were not things that I had to give to her, and I was just wrecked over the way she was sharing with me, and I started to cry. And she said, oh, my granddaughter, I can tell that you are crying. Don't worry about the sandals and the blanket. You've given me your heart, which is the best thing you could have given me. And those are the kinds of things that can happen in these safe spaces where girls and women can come together. 
You know, that um, that is so real. And I just by your recounting it, I can only appreciate how much impact it had on you. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear will be back after this short break. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Why do you find it personally uh, so important to advocate uh, in this way? Hmm. I was a vulnerable kid, so I think that it's very much embedded in my personal story. My parents loved and adored me, and my family didn't work particularly well, and everyone was very distracted, and I wasn't cared for in the way that I should have been. And fortunately, because of my own recovery and my parents' beautiful humility and accountability, we are getting a massive redo. You know, my mom and I have a really tender and sweet relationship. My dad, <laughs> I can't even repeat the things that he says to me because he's 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 just the proudest dad in America. Let's put it that way. He just loves and adores me. And you know, I mentioned that I was molested when I was seven. I was also raped twice when I was 14. And my parents weren't able to help or defend me. And so it really has become my life's work to be that advocate for the for children, for youth, and for the vulnerable who may not otherwise have someone going to bat for them. And I also get so excited by the intellectual and practical solutions that I see because I'm an idealist and I I want peace and I believe peace is possible and we're not there yet, but peace can start in our own thoughts and actions. And 
I wanted, you know, the Bhagavad Gita says, don't worry about the fruit of your actions. Just do the next good, right, honest thing. There's that lovely quote, even if the world were going to fall apart tomorrow, today I would still plant my apple tree. I'm Mm -hmm. just really committed to doing the right thing to alleviate suffering in any way that I can. You know, you've also been recognized as one of the leaders in the Me Too movement. And I I wonder how you see that movement, uh, which has certainly had its impact across the United States, but increasingly around the world. Do you see a connection between that and the grassroots organizing that's been going on? I really do, Milan, because when Tarana Burke said to herself, on a mattress on the floor in her apartment 12 years ago, Me Too. She was tapping into that archetypal pan-human need to be listened to, to be witnessed, to be understood, and to be validated. Bob Keegan at the Harvard Graduate School of Education says, when we really see another person and witness them, We are recruited to their welfare, and we can't unsee what we have seen. And when women share their stories and have the identification, there's something strengthening about that acknowledgement that allows for a little healing and a little possibility to enter in. That kind of dialogue, you know, the consciousness-raising sharing circles, you know, from feminism in the 1970s, there's just a power in it that I, that I can't over—I can neither explain it adequately nor overstate how important it is. And in South Sudan, you know, we essentially had women's march in a refugee camp. We were singing and stomping and dancing in the space, and, you know, we were raising a kind of high holy hell, and that's what— Me Too is about reclaiming joy and radical community healing. Yeah, that's, again, so well put. In conclusion, let me just raise the um, 2018 Nobel Peace Prize. Yes. Because it was awarded to a Yazidi rape survivor and activist, Nadia Murad, someone we've come to know at Georgetown, as well as the Congolese gynecologist, Dr. Dennis McGuegi. And I, like so many, saw this award as something that can be truly inspirational besides something that was well-deserved by the two of them, Mm -hmm. because it really recognized how sexual abuse is being used as a tool of conflict and why it critically needs to be addressed. And I wonder if that Nobel Peace Prize award to them, how you felt about that, and also whether you think it can help in some ways uh, to mobilize the international community around these issues in the kind of way that you've been discussing in our conversation here. I felt a lot of awe and joy in the Nobel Peace Prize being awarded to those individuals, and I think it does critically raise global awareness about the use of sexual violence and conflict. And I've had the pleasure of meeting Dr. McQuaggy a few times, and I visited his clinic and actually attended fistula repair surgery in the clinic, which, um, you know, is a really eye-opening experience because they're washing up, preparing for, you know, a really invasive surgery in the vagina with a bar of soap and water that came from 
that's in a pail that came from the river. And the electricity went out a couple of times during the surgery. And knowing that the Nobel Committee recognizes individuals who are both survivors themselves and helpers who whose life work is prioritizing the healing of survivors makes a deep statement to all of us that it's something about which we should care. It's historically tragic and wrong, and we can be on the right side of history by doing everything in our might to eradicate sexual violence. Well, Ashley, thank you so much for this, for taking the time. Uh, Keep up that idealism that you mentioned. (laughs) Thank uh, you. That you uh, so feel deeply. Uh, Keep inspiring, inspiring us, inspiring so many with whom you meet in very difficult circumstances around the world, and keep making a difference. Thank you so much. You're very kind to me, Milan. Thank you. That is true courage. Ashley Judd has much to teach us about finding our voice and speaking out on behalf of others. Three things stick with me from my conversation with Ashley Judd. When you know what your purpose is, you can find the strength to make change in yourself and the world. Ashley Judd has had a high-profile Hollywood career, but it wasn't enough. She found her true purpose working on behalf of the exploited and vulnerable. Second, Ashley reminds us how much good we can do simply by recognizing other people's needs. As she said, there is a human need to be listened to, to be witnessed, to be understood, and to be validated. Finally, we can achieve peace in the world. Ashley tells us that it starts in our own thoughts and actions. As she said, just do the next good, honest thing. You can hear more conversations with women leaders who are making change on the Seeking Peace podcast from the Georgetown Institute for Women, Peace, and Security. And tune in next time to hear 100 Women to Hear. Learn about our next featured woman and discover why she's one of Seneca's 100 Women to Hear. Seneca's 100 Women to Hear is a collaboration between the Seneca Women Podcast Network and iHeartRadio with support from founding partner P&G. If you like what you heard on the show, rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. We hope you'll join us for our next episode of 100 Women to Hear, where we can all listen, learn, and get inspired. Have a great day. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. 
and you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org.